Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hi, I'm Dan Day, and I promise you this edition of the best of the Joe Show will not get you coronavirus. Now, going to the heat game tonight at the American Airlines Arena, like I'll be doing later on tonight. Hawk and Crowder, they're not going to give you coronavirus, so why don't you get to know us a little better? Is this Solana, Dan Day, or Jay Fig? As a kid, my dream was to be a marine biologist and work with dolphins and whales. (laughs) Gotta be Solana. We are going to play another edition of Getting to Know Us. That's about 30 minutes from now. Also, the Joe Rose Show. Going to be talking with the Heat's Duncan Robinson, who I will see tonight at the American Airlines Arena. I've also got tickets for the game Friday against the Knicks. Will I see him Friday night? We'll see how coronavirus spreads in these next couple of days. Also, Dan Levitard Show talking LeBron versus the coronavirus versus nobody. Right now, let's get into some headlines. Will it give you coronavirus? No. It's just headlines. The Miami Heat. Look to string two wins together tonight when they play Charlotte at home. Tip is at 7.30. The Canes basketball team fell to Clemson 64-69 at the ACC tournament earlier today. Despite coronavirus fears, Inter-Miami CF are expected to have a sold-out inaugural home match Saturday against the LA Galaxy. The NCAA basketball tournament will not be played in front of fans due to coronavirus precautions. The Panthers play the Stars tomorrow at 8.30 in Dallas. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. First pitch, it's minutes away from the Canes-UCF baseball game in Orlando. This weekend, Miami plays at Virginia Tech. The Marlins beat the Yankees 3-1 today in spring training. Tomorrow, the Fish play the Cardinals at 1. Reports are that Rob Gronkowski and the WWE are nearing a deal. The former Patriots tight end could appear in an episode of SmackDown as soon as March 20th. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah, Now, will stepping into the day spa get you coronavirus? Eh, There's a pretty good chance of that. But don't just step in too hard. Kind of just step in. Let me do all the heavy work. Lauren Gabher of Nova Scotia, Canada, has had his vanity license plate displaying his last name, G-A-B-H-E-R, revoked due to a complaint that it promotes hate against women. Shame on his God-given name. A bakery in Wales has broken the record for largest Welsh cake, weighing in at over 63 pounds. Get in my belly! 
A food blogger in Great Britain has caused an uproar posting a picture making a noodle sandwich. Just buttered bread and noodles. Sounds good, but I think I'll stick to my minus sandwiches. A New Mexico lady recently claimed to be Beyonce Knowles after being arrested for car theft. Spoiler alert, she's not Beyonce, but she is my hot mess of the day. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, chance of rain, temperatures in the mid-70s. For the best poker promotions in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Visit HyliaPark.com for our poker tournament schedule, plus join us for our $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for details. Joe Rose Show. This morning, they caught up with a guy who I like to say is hotter than a $2 pistol right now from behind the three-point line. The Heat's Duncan Robinson. What did they talk about? Well, they talked about his journey. They talked about culture. What his threes feel like when they leave his hand. Embracing the G League, which he did have to do. The Heat's run and how they're going to run on Duncan. And also, just shoot the three, man. Just shoot the three. Well, apparently that is not working. Oh, maybe the coronavirus got that segment. So we're going to get back to that in just a minute. What we are going to try to do is play something from Dan Lebitard earlier today. Maybe coronavirus didn't get this because they were talking about it. It's LeBron versus coronavirus versus absolutely nobody. It is total chaos right now beyond the business community and what you see happening in the stock market. There are just daily practicalities that make, for example, the running of ESPN difficult because you don't know where and how to send people to a group of, uh, you know, to an event that needs to be covered right? where there are crowds and you don't know what's going to be canceled and what's not going to be canceled because we don't have a handbook for this stuff. And America, so far, when it comes to sports, has been protecting the money. There hasn't been any overreaction in sports, even as many people claim that we're overreacting everywhere else, that this is the flu, that the flu kills more people, that this is only a thing that affects older people with respiratory problems. But a lot of alarmists and a lot of fear-mongering has uh, the idea that our hospitals and our healthcare system is going to get overrun soon. And sports doesn't know how to deal with this. There's a lot of money out there. These are, you are being reminded every day, these are giant businesses. And so far, sports hasn't done anything proactive, not too much proactive until this week. And so what happened with LeBron here was interesting because, for better or worse, LeBron is learning how to be a voice with power. But sometimes uh, he says things, uh, and this we saw this with China. I think it's his worst public moment so far for a guy who has had largely, since being a child star, nothing but positive moments, even losses he's rebounded from. Like, this guy has had very few bad public moments as a guy who has been famous in front of your eyes and has literally grown up right before your eyes for 20 years. For 20 years, and now he's being handed some stuff that he's not very good at dealing with. Like he, uh, he Nobody had, is, though, Dan. I mean, this is uncharted territory for everybody. Well, everybody was better at China than he was. Everybody yeah. was better at that than he was. He has uh, F.U. money and F.U. power, and he protected it instead of fighting with it. Mm-hmm. And he protected his sneaker interests, and he protected his business relationships. And what you ju- what you just saw happen yesterday was 
that LeBron is actually, Adam Silver needs to be thankful for LeBron in a number of different ways. One of them being that he actually listens, that you can see when corporate has gotten to LeBron and his position moves and it moves quickly and he's got a team of handlers around him and really smart people and they tell him, get out there and fix that thing you said. So we were laughing at what he originally said uh, about the coronavirus, which runs counter to everything the NBA is doing. And is something that, while very nice to say, and something that serves LeBron very well, has now been unmasked in a way that Mike enjoyed sending me the text with no comment whatsoever of just LeBron about facing on this, where you go from <laughs> this comment. We play games without the fans? Yeah. No, it's impossible. I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got the fans in the crowd. That's who I play for. I play for my teammates. Play for, I don't play for the fans. That's what it's all about, so. If I show up to an arena and ain't no fans in there, I ain't playing. So they can do what they want to do. Thanks, right. everyone. Appreciate Thanks it. I ain't never played the game without no fans. <laughs> ever. Since I started playing ball. They've had to do it in Europe or soccer no, sometimes. No, I don't give a like, damn. This ain't, this ain't Europe. Or like riots and stuff sometimes. Man, I don't yeah. give a damn. They, they can do what they want to do. Go ahead. <laughs> you won't have me out there. I'll be at home. So that's not unclear. It's flippant, it's cursing, it's I'm not playing with no fans there. That sounds vastly different to what happened when the corporate polishers got involved and said, hey, LeBron, you need to change your tune on this. When I was asked the question of would you play without no fans, I had no idea that it was actually a conversation going on behind closed doors about the particular virus. Um, obviously, I would be very disappointed, you know, not having the fans because that's what I play for. I play for my family, I play for my fans. They're saying no one could actually come to the game if they decide to go to that point. So I'd be disappointed in that, um, you know. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta listen to uh, you know the people that's keeping a track on what's going on, and if they feel like it's best for uh, the safety of the players, the safety of the franchise, safety of the league, um, to a mandate that, then we all we all listen to it. That was better. That's him being a good teammate, which I believe him to be. <laughs> a good corporate partner, which I believe him to be. Uh, a person who gets new information and doesn't mind the embarrassment of going from a, you know, a stance that was, I don't give a damn to, ah, I give a damn. And you just all saw me undressed in a way that shows you that I give a damn. But that's him listening to the people around him. Somebody he trusts, whether it's Mav Carter, or Adam Silver, somebody said those can't be the words coming out of the mouth of the face of the league because uh, we are now entertaining the possibility of playing games without fans. I really appreciate the take because most are seizing this opportunity to laugh at LeBron for going totally against what he recently said. But I think everybody, and we're not, we don't have microphones. Everyone's got bosses, man. <laughs> well, it's not just bosses. I think people's position on this changes day to day as you find more about it. I remember looking at, at some sports leagues playing abroad in front of empty stadiums a week and a half ago. I'm like, well, that seems excessive. Not us, right? And here we are and they're talking about it. It might happen today. Right. You never know. So I think everyone's position on this in light of new information is allowed to but change. That should be to anything. You should always be receptive to new information instead of allowing your ego and your stubbornness to inform your every decision, your prides and your vanities to fight people like you should. Man, this happens all the time in sports. 
the arguments go sideways because others aren't willing to accept new information. They just want to entrench on whatever their beliefs are. So you want this to be sort of a lesson moving forward of how to act moving forward? Because, Dan, it's kind of like washing your hands. It's kind of like, you know, like we're not going to continue to do this once the coronavirus is gone, right? And so LeBron James, I'm with Mike. It's like an hour-to-hour thing, and the news changes. And I don't think LeBron needed anyone to tell him. I think LeBron just realized on his own, hey, this is more serious than it was two days ago. You're being naive. Really? We're going to keep washing their hands. You're being naive if you don't I don't know, Bill. You're being naive. I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm washing my hands right now. Like, skin is falling off of my hands. That's how much I am washing my hands. 25 seconds, warm water. I'm doing it like 17 times a day. And I am telling you, two months from now, I will not be washing my hands this often, this frequently. I'm telling you. You have not left the show once to wash your hands. In well, like two weeks. Well, I mean, I'm clean. It's clean in here. It's all uh, fine. I mean, we're at the Cleveland. Fred Cody was in here yesterday, <laughs> coughing and wheezing. An old person with respiratory problems. I mean, I guess the benefit of all of this is it's intru- introduced the idea of Sugat's actually washing into his hands. Though. Well, no washing. You could have ended that sentence a few words early. We uh, Sugat has already told us that the bottom half of his legs, ah, the water and the soap will get to it. Gravity dance, all moving downhill. With that being said, I am excited to be a fan at tonight's Heat basketball game. And I will be a fan. There's no way I won't be a fan. Unless I end up like LeBron and someone tells me I could get really sick. Then eh, you know, I don't have to go be a fan. But I still plan on going to the AAA tonight and catching the Heat. And catching Dunk Robin- Duncan Robinson. Catching fire from behind three. We're going to catch up, hopefully, with Duncan Robinson and the Joe Rose Show next Five minutes away on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I promise following me on Twitter will not get you the coronavirus. Following me around South Florida in person. Yeah, I go to some grimy places, some dive bars, some greasy spoons. So just stick to me on Twitter and on the radio. You'll be safe that way. We are in the midst of a holiday, though. Today is 311 Day. Ah, bringing me back to the 90s. 311 down. Are you down to go to the game tonight? Oh, yeah, the heater playing. I've got tickets. You want to roll? Come on, let's go. Will it get you coronavirus? No, we're not doing that anymore. No more. Joe Rose Show, though, did catch up with Duncan Robinson, who has been hotter than a $2 pistol lately. I promised this twice already. I will deliver this time. At least, I think I promise. Talking about his journey to the NBA. Culture! What the three feels like out of his hands these days, because he is, like I said, hotter than a $2 pistol. Embracing the G League, which actually stands for the Gatorade League. Yeah, that's right. Gatorade bought the rights to the developmental league of the NBA. The Heat, they run on Duncan and just shoot the three, man. From the G League to Summer League to sitting up there now knocking down threes at a, at a crazy pace, one of the best three-point shooters. Do you ever stand out there like at some point during a timeout or and just go, I, I, I can't believe how far and how fast this has happened in just one year? What's it been like? 
it's been an incredible experience. Um, you know, to be honest with you, this season it's been so much of a whirlwind. Uh, I probably don't take enough time to kind of sit back and just appreciate it. But you know, I'm, I'm certainly appreciative of, of every opportunity I've been given, and definitely the, the Miami Heat organization and all they've done for me. So uh, I just try to take it day by day, and uh, you know, impact winning on a nightly basis, and you know, just do my job. Doug, we make we make a lot about the your locker room and the guys in your locker room. Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, Udonis, even Spo being around there. It's got to be a blessing to be in a locker room like that, right, for a young guy? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have we have great leadership, obviously. You know, it really starts with Jimmy, um, just with his experience. But, you know, we have young guys who, who have stepped into big-time leadership roles, and uh, Jimmy's really allowed that to happen. And, obviously, you know, probably the biggest one is Bam. Um, his growth this year has been huge. So, and I just try to you know, do my job. We talk a lot about leadership at all levels. So, um, do my job to the best of my capabilities. And, uh, you know, like I said, try to, try to get wins all right 243s uh 45 plus percent shooting 24 in the last three games what's it look like when you shoot one of those threes right now does it look like a free throw or more like a layup the way you're shooting them right now the ball is doing pretty good coming off my hands uh right now um to be honest with you but you know a lot of it's just my teammates you know they, they put me in really really good situations to be successful and you know a lot of our offense for me a lot of opportunities so and I'm, I'm i'm incredibly thankful for that i just try to be aggressive to my job you know people are always in my ear about being more and more aggressive so it's easy to, to do your job when you have people encouraging you and um enjoying your success so so let me get this right you're knocking down shots to help win the game on the road where you guys have struggled against washington and you find out mom leaves in the fourth quarter when you're knocking down all these clutch threes did you know she was leaving early or had to, to get out of there early or when did you find out uh, mom didn't get to see you knock down the big threes we had talked before i knew i wasn't gonna be able to see her after she had to catch a flight back home so i, I knew i wasn't gonna see her after. i was hoping that she could stick around at least to the point where we had the game under control but uh you know it was kind of a back and forth game and uh you know she after after the game i had all sorts of texts from her so she was tuned in even though she wasn't able to uh, see it in person but you know she's obviously you know a huge, a huge fan of my, my biggest supporter so i was thankful to have her there at all duncan how was all-star weekend uh, i know you were there with a bunch of your guys you know from your team and how, how was that experience like and everything just being there with a bunch of your teammates it was a great experience um incredibly humbling uh you know in my second year to to be invited to, to compete in the three-point competition. And it was great to be there, like you said, with my teammates and have the Miami Heat so well represented. And to be honest with you, I was, I was disappointed in my performance. Uh, I definitely want to get back there and try to right that wrong. But uh, part of the highlight was just being able to go and support those other guys and see those guys win it, uh, especially on Saturday night. Bam and DJ both both getting those wins. So that was pretty special. Hey, Duncan, I want to ask you about the, the G League. When when you're told and, and, and you get the call or the coach says, hey, really like you, but you got to go in the middle of nowhere to the G League. Is there a letdown for everybody, or do you, do you look at it and go, you know what, I, I'm going to come down here and treat it like it's the NBA so I can get out of here. How'd you treat the G League experience? Yeah, I mean, you've got to embrace it. Um, you know, for me, I, I knew it was going to be a part of my journey. So, you know, if I didn't embrace it, I'd, I'd only be holding myself back. And, you know, last year I was I was back and forth, probably spent most of my time in the G League. But, you know, for me, I used that as a, as a big-time opportunity, opportunity to play through mistakes, to build confidence, to showcase what I was capable of. And, you know, I, I learned a lot from being in both places, whether that was with the Heat um, or with the Sky Force. So I'm incredibly thankful for my time um, that I spent in the G League. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a huge, huge reason as to why I've been able to transition so smoothly um, 
um, into this year. Hey, Duncan, I've been I've been working, if you don't mind, because you know we we've been talking about all the things you're doing and these record pace amount of threes you've been hitting. So so we're kind of in the marketing business a little bit. So we came up with and, and trying to help you a little bit on the South Florida runs on on Duncan, which makes sense. That that that's you and and I drink like ninety gallons of of Dunkin' Donut coffee. So I'm thinking if you hit five threes you get a free medium coffee and a donut can you imagine when you get to four and you're shooting that fifth three and 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 the fans are knowing that that they're good to go man these fans are going i'm getting a free coffee here and and a donut coming up like it just makes so much sense what do you think about that are you thinking more four threes or five threes in a game what do you think um i love the sound of that i'm thinking maybe i should uh put you on my payroll as a a marketing guy or something that that's big time for sure uh probably five threes would be my guess you know i think that's a that's a great idea right there i'll I'll definitely uh maybe reach out to you after this so to help uh push that out there yeah no south florida runs on duncan man and and you know it just it matches up what happens if he hits 10 i'm excited to hear that first thing in the morning think what happens early in the morning like hey hey my my, the the morning they're thinking about you going hey we owe duncan for this man you know and they go and you get your coffee and and right. you, eat the, you gain a little weight and have a donut or two. and No, that thing. That, what about a coffee and 10 munchkins if he hits 10, uh, 10 threes in a game? Well, now you're getting like, you got to keep it like, You got to think simple. higher, man. You can't just go oh, low but, on this. You, you got to keep it. Like, just think what he do. He put people out of business on the last right, three right, games right. if we go by that. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, average. Jesus, Duncan. Right. You weren't supposed to hit that many. <laughs> It'd be crazy. Duncan, do you ever think when you were sitting there at Williams College that you'd be doing this kind of interview talking about your three-point shooting in the NBA? Uh, honestly, no. You know, my, my journey to, over these last years um, has been, you know, a whirlwind for sure. I definitely didn't expect anything, and I've kind of learned in my career not to expect anything, but that just kind of control what you can control and, you know, make the most out of every opportunity and experience. So I definitely didn't have this uh, on my radar or something that, uh, you know, I thought was going to happen, but, you know, definitely, definitely appreciative that it's all worked out the way it has. Hey, Duncan, has the team actually said, I don't know who I was reading an IRA article, or somebody else said, Duncan, do me a favor. Don't shoot twos. Shoot threes. We want the extra point. They add up. Have, have they actually said that? Like, don't shoot 18-footers? With the way the NBA has gone, there's so much emphasis on, on analytics. Um, right. that, that's really across the league. So, you know, you have a value for every shot. Um, and really for every player and, and what that shot, you know, usually equates to um, from a points perspective. So, you know, there was definitely an emphasis when I walked in um, the door a year and a half ago. You know, I had a tendency if I got ran off the line, I, I would want to take a 18-20 footer on a pull-up because I felt like that was a good shot for me. And there was definitely an adjustment of, of kind of learning that, you know, actually, you know, the better shot, the higher rated shot here is actually if you sidestep and shoot a, shoot a three. Um, so I, I've kind of like hammered that into my brain, as you can probably tell from some of my box scores. I mean, I've done, you know, games without taking it too. So yeah. it's been an adjustment. Um it seemed to work out, and you know, I, I have full trust in this organization and the coaching staff, and um, you know, I, I pretty much listen to to what it is that, that they want me to do. We, we've talked so much about the improvement of none and yourself and Bam, and, and obviously it starts with the player because you guys got to put in the work and, and go buy into the culture. How much credit should the Heat get for the development of so many different guys on this team? They deserve a lot of credit. Um, you know, first and foremost, just just the the approach, the daily approach, and and how much goes into it. They really focus on maximizing every day um, and getting the most out every single day and uh, beyond that also I, I think they deserve a lot of credit for giving guys like us opportunities uh, particularly Kendrick and I you know two undrafted guys it's not very common that you see a head coach um, support players 
who have been under the radar their whole career and, and, and give those guys opportunities um, over guys who, you know, have maybe been first-round picks or have signed big contracts. So Miami Heat's all about winning, and we'll put out there whoever they feel is going to help them do that. So I can't necessarily speak for Kendrick, but, you know, I know for myself, I'm certainly grateful to have ended up in, in a place like this where I can fit and, and be valued. All right, let me get my journalistic uh, prowess out here right now. I know that the Heat culture has you under a certain weight, and you got to be in a certain shape when you're all year long. What's your favorite cheat meal, your favorite junk food cheat meal if you're only allowed one? That's a, that's a tough one. I'd probably say burgers. Um, I'd, I'd pretty much cut them out of my, my diet, which is tough. Um, but every now and then, I'll, I'll just get a burger. Got to have french fries I mean, with a burger, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. I mean, if, if you're going to you're gonna cheat, you might yeah, go, go all out. Away. Well, if you're, and if you're uh, going all out, what about dessert for that cheat meal, too? What's the oh, what's the favorite geez, sweet Zach? dessert? Yeah, we, we can throw that in there, too. I love, I love like, like the molten cake, like the chocolate cake with the ice cream. I'm, I'm a sucker for that, for sure. What about what about favorite? Do you binge TV? You like binge watch TV? You know you're on the road a lot for the NBA. Do you binge watch? Um, I don't. I don't really. I mean, I watch. I watch like Netflix and, and HBO stuff. Um, I don't have like a particular show that I'm like crushing right now, but. I've obviously, you know, seen a bunch and, and I'll rewatch episodes on the road. And yeah, you know, sometimes whatever it takes on the road to, you know, to keep busy. Duncan, if you want to learn more about South Florida history and stuff, just watch Narcos on Netflix. You'll learn everything <laughs> you need to know about how we were built down here. Cocaine Cowboys, right. That's no, the I one to watch. That. I didn't too. use that word. No, I'm not saying. Just saying. It's a movie. It's a movie. Anyway. Duncan, thank you for your time, man. Keep up the hot streak this Thanks, season. Thanks, Duncan. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for having me on. The end of that interview getting you ready for Hawk and Crowder segment next because sometimes it's not all about sports, but it's all about Duncan Robinson. He is on fire. Cannot wait to see him tonight at the American Airlines Arena. The game is on. The crowd can be there. I will be there. It is going to be a whole lot of fun, and I guarantee, as much as I can guarantee, Duncan Robinson will at least hit 1-3. It's a pretty safe guarantee nonetheless. I also guarantee that Hawk and Crowder will be next with a little something like this. Is this Solana, Dan Day, or Jay Fig? As a kid, my dream was to be a marine biologist and work with dolphins and whales. <laughs> Gotta be Solana. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Five minutes away on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan Day, still celebrating 311 Day. A little amber. Amber is the color of your energy. Whoa. Also have some birthdays today. Former Marlin Dan Ugla. 40 years old. Paul Wall, the people's champ, 39 years old. Anthony Davis, although he kind of sold out my Pelicans a little bit, I still got love for him. 27 years old. And my friend, Johnny Knoxville, 49. Why do I say my friend? Let me explain. I have a Johnny Knoxville story. Back when I was at school at LSU, they were filming, I think, Dukes of Hazard in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, of all places. Actually, it's not the strangest place because it's kind of backwoods. Nonetheless, Johnny Knoxville was there filming. He was sleeping with one of my friend's roommates, and I went to pick up that friend one time for a basketball game, and out of her roommate's room walks a naked Johnny Knoxville. Didn't skip a beat, kind of looked at me. Another guy that I was with picking up the lady said, huh, how you guys doing? We're cool, man. 
That was my Johnny Knoxville story. Naked Johnny Knoxville walking in front of me back in my college days. Ah, Speaking of stories, that's kind of what we do with a new segment and game show that we have on the Hawk and Crowder show called Getting to Know You. Get to know it right now. Everyone gets excited for this. And when I say everyone, I'm talking about everyone in the studio. And when I say everyone in the studio, I just mean me and Crowder. I'm excited too. It's fascinating, but you're not nearly as fascinating as Dan Day. I was saying this earlier in the show. So here's the uh, the game show. We played this last week, and it's called Get to Know Us. So our the three cast members of the show, there's five. There's me and Crowder, and then there's Solana, and then there's Jay Fig and Dan Day. And, uh, and one of the things, if you've listened to me and Crowder for a long time, you kind of know all of our intricacies because we're open books on this show. It's one of the reasons that uh, that we have fun doing it because nothing's hidden. Um, but we don't know as much about Alejandro Solana, our executive producer, uh, Jay Fig, our contributor, or Dan Day, who runs our affiliate division there on 560 The Joe. And so we had them all write 15 to 20 factoids about themselves. But what I was saying earlier in the day is I may change this game in the future to just Dan Day, true or false. <laughs> because the stuff that you wouldn't think is true about Dan Day, it is true. I could come up with something wildly outlandish and then just let the callers guess if it's true or not. He's and a very really, intricate man. He is yeah. so, what's the word? He is so peculiar. Peculiar. Like well versed. And I don't mean that as a pejorative. Peculiar in a good way. Certain people are peculiar weird. Yeah. Certain people are peculiar good. And he's peculiar good. So anyway, uh, Jay Fig, you can follow her on Instagram, Jay Fig Radio, F-I-G. You can follow Solana on Instagram. What is it? Alex M. Solana? Yes, sir. Alex M. Solana with an A. You can follow Dan Day on Instagram, Dan Day Radio. And uh, they are all good follows. In fact, I'm also going to post on Instagram. It's Radio Mark Hockman. I took a picture of the five of us just Mm -hmm. in the last commercial break. So you can kind of get the visual of get to know us. You get a little visual of everybody. No reason to follow me. No reason to follow Crowder. He doesn't post anything. He don't go online. He doesn't post. Anything. Not a big fan of internet. Do we have any uh, any kind of music for uh, just a little background music for Get to Know Us? What are you feeling today? I don't know. Anything. I like the, the, the baby song you just played. Which one? The one oh, the one that we play yeah, coming yeah, in here? Boy, he was jamming right. to it, I saw. Just thinking yeah, about I something could... a little more instrumental or something. <laughs> what is that? I have no idea. Why does no. that sound so muffled? It is. It's bad audio. Yeah. We don't want that. And it sounds like devil worship music. <laughs> I actually inputted that song, but it didn't, never sounded like that. <laughs> oh, I think we played this last week during it, this didn't we? Candy, I liked this one. This is Candy Crush. Is that what it is? I think so. Is, is this Candy Crush? I don't think so. Oh. Sounds like it. All right. Well, we have to give away $50 at Canesware in Davie. We love that store. Yeah. We do the show normally on Mondays from Twin Peaks in Davie and Canesware is right down the street. Because of the coronavirus and trying to keep people out of the uh, the public realm, or uh, we're, we're not going to do the show the next two Mondays at Twin Peaks, but we'll be back hopefully right after that. And trust me, I'm going to miss it. 
I argued vociferously that I am much safer there than here. <laughs> but it didn't uh, it just didn't wow. work out. But I've got $50 at Canesware. Canesware has Inter-Miami gear now. They've got, obviously, a ton of Hurricanes merchandise. They've also got Gator, not Gators merchandise. They've got uh, Dolphins merchandise, yes. Panthers merchandise. They've got everything there. You can check them out online, canesware.com. So what are we doing here? you got to get four out of seven factoids. I'm feeling five out of nine. The only thing about five out of nine, if you get nine attempts, it seems like too many. I feel four out of seven. We'll do four out of seven. So I will read you, yes. We also have, Hawk, a uh, four-pack of tickets to the Renaissance Fair as well. Oh, okay. All right, so we can play two rounds of this then. More factoids. Here we go. More factoids for you. You okay, Dan? You look like you're uh, taking it all in. I'm kind of soaking it all up. All right. If we do th- two rounds, should we do three out of five, though? No, let's make it four out of seven. We get, you got enough? You I got think we enough? got enough factoids. Oh, we've got enough. I mean, I can make stuff off about the... Uh, I'll, <laughs> tur- I'll just turn it right into Dan Day, true or false. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Would you, uh, would you acknowledge you're peculiar, or do you find that to be insulting? I have different variations of myself that kind of just we- interweave through this world. What did he say? I, I, under- <laughs> I understood interstellar more than I understood what Dan Day just said on the radio. Uh, yes or no, are you peculiar? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not Plain bullying him into that. He's uh, an interesting bird. Mm-hmm. Pete in Doral. Let's start there. Hello, Pete. What's up, man? All right. So you understand how to play this game? Yes, sir. All right. So we'll give you a factoid. You tell me if it's Solana, J-Fig, or Dan Day. And if you get four out of seven, you're going to get $50 at Canesware in Davie, okay? All righty. Did you hear us play this last week, by the way? I didn't. I missed it. Okay. All right. Uh, Here we go. I had a gym membership for almost two years before canceling. I never went once. I had a gym membership for almost two years before canceling. I never went once. I seen pictures of Dan Day. We're going with him. (laughs) You know what? I'll tell you. The answer is wrong. You think it's Jay Fig? One hundred percent, Jay Fig. Absolutely me. I just got a text from my friend Jeff over at Canes where it just says Gator stuff. You're fired. Hey, Jeff. Uh, they would never allow that at Canesware. How dare key, How dare a, me? What about a keychain? All right, you got one wrong there, uh, Pete. That was uh, J-Fig. So you had a, a gym membership for two years. I was so lazy. I didn't even want to go a couple blocks just to cancel it. And so you never used it? I used it for a couple months, and then I and gave it And then up. it went two years. That's what they count on, yeah. But you way. kept paying the bill? I kept on. Her parents kept on paying. No, oh. it was me. It was you? Oh, it was Jay me. Fig. We didn't mention mama now. I asked her. Go All right, here we go. Month month. You've got, uh, yeah, that's right. Go month to month. <laughs> we got, uh, you got 0 for 1 here. You got to get 4 out of 7. Is this Solana, Dan Day, or Jay Fig? As a kid, my dream was to be a marine biologist and work with dolphins and whales. <laughs> got to be Solana. That is. That's what you get for pointing at me. Crowder was pointing right at Jay Fig. I would have guessed Dan Day. (laughs) No. You've never had a desire to be a marine biologist? No No way. You had that desire, (laughs) Solomon? I I went to Sequarium Camp every year for like five years. But wait, Pete, why why does it got to be Solano? What what are you trying to say there, Papa? (laughs) Your haircut, bro, your haircut. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is excellent. All right. So you've got one right and one wrong. you got to get four, okay? 
My first kiss is this Jay Fig, Dan Day, or Alejandro Solano. My my first kiss was at Chuck E. Cheese. My first kiss. Solano hasn't been Chuck E. Cheese. So Jay Fig. Yes, it was. That's right. That is Jay Fig. What happened, Figgy? It's a Kendall love story. Exactly. How old were you? I don't remember, but it was it was interesting. Twelve? Were you there at a birthday party? No. How how old were you? She doesn't. I don't know. I just know I was there. Like of kissing age, or was it not supposed to? Like a makeout session? It was a makeout session. No, it was. I don't think it was a. No, no, no. Like Uh, what? Or you got okay. Did you get that right or wrong? I forget. Right. right. It was right. right. It was so right. you got two right, one wrong. Is this Jay Fig, Dan Day, or Alejandro Solana? First thing I ever did as a college student was join the radio club. Second thing I ever did was march in a legalized marijuana parade. Oh, Dan Day. <laughs> <laughs> Crowder's pointing at Dan Day. Jay Fig is pointing at Dan Day. Uh, so you joined the radio club. That was where I don't even know where you went to school. Did you go in uh, New Orleans? No, University of Wisconsin Madison will get you every time. That's right. My brother went to University of Wisconsin Madison. Um, so you joined the radio club, and then you just stumbled into the pro marijuana march. It was kind of two things uh-huh. in one. There was a kiosk that said, "Do you like radio?" Walked in there, joined the radio club, walked out, saw a bunch of people marching, grungy dudes. They said, "Yeah, it's illegalized marijuana right down State Street in Madison." So great! I man. said, "Ooh, you don't get this in New Orleans all the time." So I joined in. <laughs> I was ahead of my time, man. I, that, I'm going to say because that had to be a while ago. It that was, was, a while back. was before it was in uh, in vogue. Turn of the century. All right, so that is three correct. If you get one correct, you get the $50 at Canesware in Davie, all right? Yes, sir. <laughs> I carried around a journal my freshman year of high school and told people I was writing rhymes because I was an aspiring rapper, but I never actually wrote anything in the journal. Oh, my God. That's got to be uh, Solana, no? I, I carried around. A thousand percent. Solana carried around a journal his no. freshman year of high school, told people he was writing rhymes because he was an aspiring rapper, but never actually wrote anything. That was part of You just wanted to look the part. To yeah, I had just watched 8 Mile like a week before, uh, a week before I started high school. And you know how like the creatives will tell you, I don't perform in person. I'm, I'm shy. That's uh, I don't I don't share my rhymes with anybody. Only on the stage. <laughs> that is excellent. All right, so there you go. You got them right. You get fifty dollars at Canesware and Davy, Pete. Thank you, man. All right, hold on. Well, hold on. <laughs> He's on line one. Get to you there in a second. <laughs> I think we should have no, a rap battle. No, but he didn't care about being creative. The one thing about Solana that I've noticed, he likes to portray things. He doesn't care if he actually is or isn't what he portrays. He likes to portray things. I feel hypocritical on stuff like that. I'm probably too honest with that stuff. Like I, I, I don't like to put up a false narrative. Yeah. And Solana, and I think it's most millennials. Do you do that? I do Jay not Fig? do that. That's why. That's why I knew it was him. So you don't kind like, of like he I, tries to portray that haircut. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love that haircut. I, I can't. think it's a young person thing though. But but that's why I was asking her though because I don't do that. But not you. But you're the people you're around. Once you know them, do you start well, saying? Isn't that, that they, the, isn't that yeah. the whole Instagram model thing? Which yes. is I'm taking a well, picture yeah. in front of a Bentley. But only because I just happened to stumble past a Bentley on the street, the street and yeah. I make it look like it's my Bentley. 
That's what social media is based around is lying to people. What'd you learn, uh, Dan Day? Anything uh, anything special during today's uh, Get to Know Us? Uh, I just know Jay Fig got to go to Chuck E. Cheese outside of a birthday party. We were never allowed to do that. Oh, yes, Jay Figs getting the first kiss they, at a Chuck E. Cheese. But they got those tunnels. You can hide up in the tunnel. Oh, you mean like tunnel. in the little, like yeah. the habit trail. In Kendall, <laughs> those things were never up to any good. Like a habit trail. What's that? In Kendall, things happened up there. I guess really? so, man. Guess. Everybody knows my story at Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah, you got kicked out. I got kicked out of a Chuck E. Cheese as a parent, and deservedly Why? so. And and literally. Because a lady oh. snuck in line in front of him. I, I had to riot. I, Were you a Suzanne after that? I, I no, I stood up for the other housewives <laughs> in line <laughs> because we were tired of uh, uh, Lucy Line Cutter and uh, and her behavior. I don't, I don't want to. How re- long was that line? I don't, don't want to relitigate this, but as you know, Chuck E. Cheese can get uh, a little dicey at times. You can be on edge at Chuck E. Cheese. How long ago was this? Oh, this is, my kid was probably two or three, so okay. about 13 wow. years ago, 12 years ago. But remember it like it was yesterday because I got home and I uh, I, I actually asked my wife for, because I was on her insurance at the time, I asked for uh, for her, uh, the nurse's hotline through the insurance because I had such an anger management problem back then and it really became apparent at that Chuck E. Cheese incident. It had become apparent a few weeks before when I got kicked out of the McDonald's Playland. What is But you- it really became, I you know... Not everybody can make the transition to father after you've lived a life of not being a father. And it can be a little uh, stressful at times. But now I'm chill <laughs> like an mf yeah. Right, Solana? Dolly. Anybody more chill than me? On air? I, I, what are you, everywhere. In life? I am chill. Bro, he's just Come a straight on. savage. All right, there he you go. Is. Follow uh, Jen Figueroa on Instagram. That is a rousing rendition of Get to Know Us. Follow Jen Figueroa, J Fig Radio. Follow Solana, Alex M. Solana. And follow Dan Day. You will be shocked at what you see. It's almost like buying a, a, a trip down to the, uh, what is it, the, uh, what was that uh, carnival? Uh, that they would call Santa's Enchanted Fool. No, like oh. the carnival, the, um, what's that carnival used to Coyote. tour with Lollapalooza? There was a carnival. What was the name of that carnival? You would know that, Dan. You ever been to Carney, Dan? No, 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 no. I've that actually, seems like something you would uh, that you would enjoy. I actually partied with some one time. I was doing a broadcast from a fair, and they asked me to party, and it got weird, man. It got real weird. Oh, Carney's? <laughs> weird. Carney's, man. <laughs> you say yes, huh? Those are patient zero. <laughs> I got, the look, bearded lady made you say, oh, yeah, yeah, let's go drink a beer. In my life, if you offer me a rabbit hole to jump down, I'm jumping. <laughs> so follow him on Instagram, <laughs> Dan Day Radio. If we get a chance, we'll play another uh, another rendition of Get to Know Us. And I am telling you, I am transitioning this game into Dan Day, true or false, at some point. Because I don't think there's anything I could say that would be so outlandish where someone would just summarily dismiss it. I heard a story yesterday. I don't even want to give up because it's so good. Yeah, save it. it, Bro, it is amazing. Save it for Dan Day, true or false. One of the most fascinating people that ever. He should be the, the Dos Equis guy. The most fascinating man in the world. He really needs a day. picture just like that. It is Dan Day. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, wait, let me take that back. I do always drink beer, but when I feel special, I drink Dos Equis. Ah. 
Great rendition of Getting to Know Us. Of course, you can listen back to that or any of the shows here on this radio station, including this one, The Best of the Joe Show, by going to our website, wqam.com, or downloading the radio.com app for free, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just go there and get it for absolutely free. Going back to what we were talking about a couple of minutes ago, Hawkman. I can believe that he got kicked out of a Chuck E. Cheese for fighting with a line cutter. I would expect nothing less from my man, and I respect him more for doing that because he stays true to himself. And look, you should be cutting in line. It don't matter where you're at. If you're at Chuck E. Cheese, you cut in line, you get ready to pay the consequences. So, big props right there to my man, Mark Hawkman. Getting ready to go to that Heat basketball game tonight. I don't know how many people are going to be in attendance. I know I'm not scared. Of course, I'm not really scared of anything. If you see the way I live my life, it's pretty out there. Jose Altuve, though, sometimes a little scared. That's why we got a little Tatuve Astros right here. Hey, Tatuve! Tatuve, you're a thumb pig! Hey, um, um, pat him down real quick. Check for the buzzers! You know... I'm an Astros fan, but I have to say that guy is pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah, seriously, that is pretty good right there. I guess he figured he paid the price for the cheap ticket to see spring training. Why not get his money's worth? I ain't yelling at Jose Altuve. I think he's an all right guy. Maybe he did some things wrong. But then again, who hasn't done a couple things wrong in their life? Just didn't affect Major League Baseball as seriously. Of course, the NCAA tournament. No fans will be in attendance for any of the games. I think it's going to be a lot like the XFL, where at first it's going to be intriguing, it's going to be interesting, and then your interest is just going to totally die off. You're going to say, man, I wish they had fans there. Are you going to watch the game tonight? Eh, I'll probably watch the Final Four. And then you'll watch the Final Four and just get trashed because it's just like, eh. but maybe that's just me. What do I know? I'm getting out of here. I am going to the Heat game. They were playing the Hornets. I'm hoping for another Heat win. I am perfect this season at home Heat games. I think I've been to eight of them. They won all eight of them. Of course, they've won almost every game at home. So what's that saying? Hopefully, I'm the good luck charm. Hopefully, I'll see you there. If not, stay well. This is the best of the Joe show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.